For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone. Today's episode is not only an episode I, I really like, it's also one that's a little, it has a lot of action behind it. And I'm excited for that. We'll get into it, but you guys can kind of tell by the title what it's going to, what the action entails. Um, but I'm recording this outside yet again I think recording outside on the rooftop deck which we call the grill so if you ever hear me call it the grill then you know what I mean recording on the grill is like euphoric I have to say and it's also sunset as I'm recording it right now well it will be sunset in like an hour and 15 minutes hour 45 actually actually let me figure it out one hour and 27 minutes it'll be sunset it's 7 p.m. as I'm recording this. How great is it that sunsets at 8.30 at night? Like, remember in the winter how depressing it is when it's like 4.30 and the sun sets? Oh, my God. It's horrible. <sighs> it's also June 16th when I'm recording this, which as I have my notes pulled up on my iPad, it showed me that I graduated high school on June 16th in 2016, which is six years ago. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I can already see the Apple podcast review. Talks much about our personal life and squeals on the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, wow. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, six years ago. That is terrifying. Okay, cool. So I graduated from high school six years ago and now I'm doing this. Cool. 
Um, but yeah, that was interesting to come across. And I just like, I feel like I looked so like different. Like I don't even like really recognize her. She's so little and she had short hair and it was super dark. I was like so, so tiny and like so skinny. That was like when I was vegan. My God, what a crazy time that was for me. But yeah, um, there's something else that I wanted to say that I totally forgot. Oh, I just had penne ala vodka. And like I said, it's seven at night when I'm recording this at sunset. And my mom made penne ala vodka for dinner. And actually it was rigatoni ala vodka. And it was so good. I remember like in the middle of me eating and I was like, this is going to be fuel for a really good podcast episode later. So I'm fueled up ready to go, recording late. I'm going home this weekend, or I guess last weekend when you guys are listening to this. I have a wedding this weekend that I'm so excited to go to. I'm also doing the makeup for the wedding, which I haven't done in years. Um, Don't ask, because I don't do makeup for weddings, but um, Chelsea's one of my closest friends, so of course I'll do the makeup for some of my closest friends. Um, but I'm going to do her makeup and I'm so, 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 so excited. And it's just going to be a really fun weekend. We got like an Airbnb and it'll be really fun. So I'm excited for that this weekend. It's also Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. I'm super excited. Um, so I'm, I'm titling this the 5 a.m. Run Club. Shift your perspective. Change your mindset. Um, I might put both in there. I don't really know yet, but essentially there's some action behind this and I'm excited to talk about it. I'm also a little nervous because now that I speak it out loud, I have to hold myself accountable and do it, but it's going to be really good and I'm very excited. So I actually wrote this on Monday night. I very personal. I'm like in my, I've been learning so much about hormones since going off of my hormonal birth control pill. And I talked about that briefly two episodes ago as well. And since then, I've been learning so much about hormones. And I'm learning that I'm in my luteal phase right now. And you should listen. I hope I even said that right. You should listen to an expert about it. But um, in this phase, you tend to get your PMS. So on Monday night, I was kind of just in my feels, I guess. And I wrote this and I just was like looking bash, back and I was like very harsh on myself. So I'm going to soften it up for this episode because I definitely don't need to be this harsh to myself. And I'm also thinking back to Monday and I wrote this like very strongly worded letter to like no one in particular, just like, just like being frustrated with the world. Like, do you know what I mean? Just like being frustrated with myself not even like at myself, just like at the world. Like, I don't know. I was just like, this happened and this and blah, blah, blah. Like I was just going off to literally nobody. And I almost said it to my therapist to be like, we need to talk about this on Friday. That would have been crazy if I did that. Um, thank God I didn't. I was like, maybe I should wait <laughs> and not send that letter. So uh, thank God I didn't do that. But anyway, I wrote another letter to myself and it became this podcast episode. Um, and this one is softer. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I guess it's just the PMSing. But anyway, that's besides the point. The 5 a.m. 5 a.m. run club slash shifting your perspective and changing your mindset. Um, first of all, I want to preface this episode by saying I knew this would happen. Okay. I knew 
I was going to make an episode about Ed Milet's new book. And I have to admit something like I'm literally only on the second chapter. Like I have only read the first chapter and I already made an entire podcast episode about an inspiration that I pulled from his first chapter of the book. So Ed Milet's new book, it's called The Power of One More, is absolutely incredible. I am a huge Ed Milet fan. Um, I think he is so incredible. I think he is smart. I think he is very approachable. Um, I think he has great advice for all walks of life at all ages. And I think his story is amazing. I just really, really like him. I told my one friend down here to go listen to his podcast, get his books, listen on the Skinny Confidential, all the episodes. And I just really, really love Ed Milet. So when he was on the Skinny Confidential talking about his new book, I was like, here I go. I'm going to get it. And I got it. And I, w- I started taking notes. And now it's coming back to me. I was taking notes and that's when I wrote the letter because something in the book really hit me. It was pretty much saying like people in this book, I'll get into it, but they were saying like people in this book tend to always throw themselves a pity party and you will always revert back to that mindset if you don't change your mindset. I'll get into it more. But when he said that, I started like taking notes on the book and then I got so fired up that I wrote this like rampant letter <laughs> to no one. And I was just like, ah, whatever. Not going to go back there again. But yeah, so that's now remembering. Like that's why that's where that's from. So anyway, um, I knew this would happen. Reading Ed Milet's book, The Power of One War, and I'm literally on the first chapter and I'm writing notes about it and I'm making a whole podcast episode about it. So expect more from me with this book. Um I love reading. I'm on such a tangent today. I love reading self-help books because I feel like the best episodes come after it just because it sparks a really good narrative in my head and in my brain. I guess that's the same thing where I just want to like say my take on it and how it can be applied into your daily routine or how I'm applying it into mine. And then you can take inspiration from that. Maybe one day I'll come out with the self-help, but like, I don't even know what it would be about. Like, I feel like everything has been covered and I feel like everything is said in just everyone's personal language. Like Ed talks about this internal thermostat, which to me, like wasn't really resonating with me. So I just changed it to the word mindset and that made a lot more sense to me. So I don't even know, like, what would I talk about? Like your highest self, like people have talked about that. That's how I learned it. You know what I mean? So I don't know, maybe one day. Let me get the planners out there first, okay? Also, okay, maybe I shouldn't keep tangenting, but you know what? I will because it's my it's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. Um, today I feel like I was like inside the house all day. It was like kind of rainy down here at the beach. Actually, it was. It was storming down here at the beach, so I didn't really leave my house until like three o'clock today. And now I'm just like chatty Kathy over here. I just want to talk, 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 talk. So please excuse me. Um, anyway, let's get back on track, Tori. I was taking notes of Ed Milet's new book, The Power of One More. Before I go any farther, here I am another another tangent. I really think you guys should download the book, listen to the podcast. It's great. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally adjust the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in 
rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges and they have a 12 month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So I'm going to be really honest right here. Um, I feel like for the last two years, especially since COVID, I've been not necessarily throwing myself a pity party, but allowing myself to get away with excuses that I wouldn't have let myself get away from, get away with in the past because of like outside circumstances that I can't really control. And, you know, I feel like that's a thing that people have been doing, but especially me, I've been doing it and I've been like letting myself get away with it. And I've been saying a lot of stuff like, Oh, you know, since COVID, I haven't really had like a morning routine. Like you look back at my videos and even podcast episodes from pre COVID in 2019 and even like January, February, 2020, I was like waking up at 4 30 AM going to the gym, like reading a book every single morning. Like I was out there. I was like, I was having a morning routine. Um, I, you know, I also just say, you know, how hard it is running a business during COVID, which it's true. I also feel like in the last two years, I've gotten really distant and even lost some of my really, really close friends, which is hard to talk about and hard to even process. Like a friend breakup is a really hard thing to go through. And I feel like I've really lost some close people to me in the last couple of years. And I just feel like throughout you know, the last two years, I've kind of been like throwing a low key pity party for myself. And I've just been kind of justifying it because even though I've been going through this, like my life right now is still great. Like I have friends that love me and support me. I have a family that loves and support me. I have, you know, two businesses. I'm at the beach. Like it's a good life. Like there's nothing to really complain about, but it's leading me to where I should be right now and everything happens for a reason and I know that. But anyway, what I'm getting at is while all this stuff is true, I feel like I've been kind of like having this pity party for myself yet. I'm enjoying where I'm at in life. I'm just sort of in cruise control of my life for the past two years, I'd say. Like, and this is new for me. Like I've always been doing the next thing. Like when I was in high school, I wasn't just focused on high school. I was doing YouTube and then Once I like really went big with YouTube and was like, I'm all in on YouTube, then I realized this isn't really what I wanted. And then I did college. Then college, I was like, all right, I'm done with college. Like I want to go back and do full-time YouTube and open up a spin studio. Then I opened up Phoenixville and then I was like, what's next? What's next? Then I opened up Sea Isle and the pandemic hit. And then, so I've always been just like looking for like the next thing. And then I've just been really on cruise control for the last two years. And it's great. Like things are going great but I've been 
almost like settling for lack of a better word. That's definitely not the best word to be using, but I've just been like, I've been content with life and I haven't been looking for the next best thing, which has its pros and cons. But anyway, Ed's first chapter really challenged my identity. And I'll explain what I mean by identity in a second. Like I said, you should read the book. And honestly, I should honestly like finish reading it before I make a damn podcast episode about it. But he talks about the identity thermostat. And the identity thermostat was an analogy that didn't really resonate with me very much. So I changed the word thermostat to mindset and then it like really clicked for me. So what I've been telling myself is that I've been, this all ties together, I promise, stick with me. What I've been telling myself is that I've been just in this cruise control post COVID, you know, so I didn't feel like I needed like the super strict morning routine because, you know, what's the point? Like, I'm just going to wake up and stay home all day. Or I feel like I've been telling myself that a big season of what feels like loss to me is kind of, you know, like, it, it just kind of feels like a season of loss. Like, I feel like I've been like losing friends, losing who I was like pre-COVID, losing what felt like at the time a very authentic, very driven version of myself who I was pre-COVID. And I'm not the same of who I used to be, nor should I. I mean, come on, we're talking about me three years ago. I hope I'm not the same three years ago. But I made a whole episode about how we tend to glamorize and idolize this past version of ourselves. And I feel like, you know, for the past couple of years, I've been looking back to that past version of like, where'd she go? What's she doing? I'm not the same. And I've been telling myself the narrative that it's okay to not be the same, but I also, you know, you can also mourn a loss of like who you used to be when you feel like it was a great season of your life. So I kind of just feel like it's the season of loss almost, like losing relationships, losing friendships, losing who I used to be, like kind of stuff like that. And I was, I guess when I wrote this, I was like kind of in my feels, I got to be honest, like I was being pretty hard on myself. I was pretty in my feels. So taking all that into account in this book, he essentially mentions that he mentions that we really identify with our mindset, which he calls the thermostat, which I changed to mindset because it just didn't really work for me. And in order to make a change, we have to elevate challenge and bring up our mindset to believe that we are worthy of great things, AKA identifying with the life that we want. Because if we have all these great things coming our way, an amazing relationship, for example, and then we go and ruin it ourselves, that's because we typically don't think we deserve something that great. So you need to elevate your mindset, or as Ed called it, you would have to turn your thermostat to 100 and believe that you are at 100 thermostat rather than, you know, going back to your default setting of 75. See, how, like, I don't know, maybe that resonates with you. But for me, it was just like, oh, it's just the mindset, really. Um, so it's really identifying with the life we want and believing that we're worthy of having the, this life that we want. And while this concept isn't new necessarily, or at least not to me or to this show, it definitely challenged me because here I am identifying with this version of myself that is like pretty much been throwing a pretty party for the last two years when I know I'm so much more than just throwing a pity party for myself. And I'm much better than that. Like I, I know I'm proud of all that I've accomplished in the last three years and 
I know like where my life's at and I know where it's going and like I'm proud of it. So I don't know why I'm like throwing myself this pity party. Like it's this contradiction that I'm like going through. I don't know. It's like very bizarre. So I decided to take what felt like honestly such an era of loss for me and like change my perspective. I decided that I'm going to take this as an opportunity to rebuild from the ground up, rebuild my routine, rebuild who I surround myself with, rebuild how I think about myself, rebuild how I carry myself rebuild what I do in my free time to best serve the best version of me, rebuild how I act in my business, rebuild the future I thought, you know, was taken away from me during the pandemic, rebuild relationships, rebuild a relationship with myself, rebuild my mindset by simply taking what felt like, you know, loss after loss after loss. I'm now looking at this as an opportunity to rebuild the life I want for myself. And a life that I truly believe deep down that I'm worthy of. And, you know, this sounds a little harsh and it sounds like I've had like this massive loss. It's really not that dramatic. And I'm making it sound, I think, more dramatic than it is. But, you know, when you've been on cruise control for the last two years, and I know at my core that I'm not a cruise control kind of girl, it's time for me to re-identify with who I know I am at my core and bring that person back, you know, and that's, that version of me is going to look different than it did in 2019. And look, I hope it does. I hope I grew three years worth. I hope I learned three years worth of knowledge and experience to where I don't get to a place of burnout or to where I don't get to a place of unhealthy habits that I think are healthy, but they're really just horrible for me. I hope I continue to stay on the path that I'm at while reigniting a fire that I feel like I lost. And that's the point of it. Rather than saying like, oh, I lost this fire. It's I'm rebuilding this fire. Does that make sense? It's the shifting of the narrative and the changing of the perspective, replacing the word loss with rebuild and how empowering is that how special is that this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in williamsburg virginia there's never too much of a good thing whether you're a foodie a golfer a history buff a shopaholic an outdoor enthusiast or a thrill seeker you'll find what you came for here and more So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And while I do this, I'm going to identify and tell myself and affirm myself that I am the strongest version of me that I'm working towards. And here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to start every morning with a promise and I'm going to fulfill that promise. Now, this is one of Ed's like main core values that I love so much. I've said on the show before, he talks about it all the time. A lot of people talk about it because it's a really great premise and it's a really great message. It's essentially that keeping a promise to yourself is the most important part of of anything that you're going to do. If you tell yourself that you're going to wake up at 8 a.m. and go do a workout and then the alarm goes off at 8 a.m. and you just realize like how warm the bed is and how tired you are and how much you don't want to get out of bed and then you, you know, skip it. Not only did you break a promise to yourself first thing in the morning, but that now sets the tone for the rest of the day and it, it takes away the trust that you build with yourself in your own personal relationship. I think one of the hardest things is saying something to yourself and knowing deep down that you're not going to do it or saying something to yourself and knowing deep down that you don't really mean it. And how sad is that? When we tell our friends that we're going to do X, Y, and Z with them, we always fulfill those promises. So why is it then with us, we're always, you know, more lenient to break our own promises to ourselves. So the way that I want to be with rebuilding this new era for me of rebuilding and reigniting this fire is to start every morning with a promise and fulfill that promise. If I can't keep a promise to myself, then I am not in my rebuild era. But I know that I can keep a promise to myself because I've done it before. And how great is that to look back on the past and be like, you know what? I know I can do this because I have done it. I've promised myself that I would open up a spin studio by the time I was 25 and I opened up two. That's a promise that I kept to myself. I made a promise to myself that I would always stay true to myself online. And I've kept that promise. I know I can keep a promise to myself. So I'm going to make a big promise to myself that I'm now putting out on the internet so that I can not only be kept accountable for it, but so that it acts as a lead domino in my lifestyle. And I highly encourage anyone listening to join me on this promise. And let this promise represent so much more than just a simple promise. Let it represent, let it represent that you are in your rebuilding era to discover this version of yourself that maybe has been lost, this version of yourself that maybe has taken a two-year vacation to rebuild this version of yourself that maybe you've never even met before and you want to. This promise represents that. And this promise is a 5 a.m. morning run. Okay, it sounds a little bit extreme, but it represents so much more. And this is a promise to myself. Here's the goal. A 5 a.m. morning run, one to two, depending how I feel, miles every single day, no matter what. And I'm going to do this for 90 days. Okay? That is my promise to myself that I am keeping. This was inspired to me from something that I saw on Instagram. There are um, a group of people that run every single day, and I've always found it incredibly motivating. In fact, I even talked about it in the beginning of, I think, 2021. And I was talking about on this podcast, like, oh, I ran every day this week. And like, I felt really good. And I was running like a mile a day. And then I missed one day. And then I 
never did it again until I started like training for my half like a couple months later. So I always find those people incredibly motivating. And I, every time I watch them, I'm like, I can do this myself. Especially if they can do it, I know I can do it. And I would love to do it for myself. And eventually I would love to be that person for someone else where they can look at my journey and say, you know, if she can do it, I know that I can do it. And I want to do that for myself every single morning. It's attainable. It's one or two miles a day. It's not like I'm saying like, I'm going to wake up at 3am and do 10 miles. No, it's nothing crazy. It's incredibly attainable. It'll get me out of bed. And also because I'm down at the beach, it's warm, it's flat, and it's bright at 5am. That's why I'm doing it for like 90 days. It's bright at 5am. It's in nature and it's before Stride Sea Isle opens for the mornings. And honestly, have you ever come back from a run and not feel good? It is such a great way to start the day. And bonus, I love running. So it'll start my day off with a win that won't leave me feeling drained because if I want to do like a full workout later, like Pilates, spin, or a long walk later in the day, like a 10 mile run, for example, would drain me. But a 10 minute run every day wouldn't. And it's something like I wake up and the first thing I do is one, keep a promise to myself and two, run a mile. And three letter represents something so much bigger than just myself. It doesn't take a lot of time. And I don't need anything fancy to do it. And I can do it every single day. Rain or shine, one to two mile run every single day for 90 days. Okay. So after I run, I also would just love to journal and get my thoughts out. Especially after a morning run, my thoughts are like going crazy and I have tons of them. So I want to get them down clear out my brain, and then I would love to meditate. Running can be very meditative, but I want to make sure that I am sitting with myself and breathing, especially after a run. Also, like lately, I've been feeling just overwhelmed and stressed over, like I can't even pinpoint it. I honestly can't. Like there's nothing in my mind that I'm like, oh, this is the cause of my stress. I've just been like feeling it. Not really sure why. And the one thing that always brings me back to my center and brings me back to the present moment and enjoying the beach and enjoying the fruits of my labor with the studios and just enjoying life is my breath. And I deserve to practice it daily to strengthen the muscle, that muscle of practicing your breath in stressful moments. It's like really funny that I'm saying I'm stressed at the beach because I almost feel like I don't deserve to say it, but I am in my rebuild era. And rather than sit here on my ass and say, oh my God, I'm so stressed, I'm going to train myself to rebuild that area of my life so that when stress does arise, I can properly handle it. Something else that's really important to me in this rebuilding era is that I want to surround myself with like-minded people and not necessarily those that like feel like they have lost either something or a part of themselves that they want to get back. But those that want to build themselves to become the best version of themselves, those that have yet to meet a version of themselves that they want to meet. I really would love to be like the light in those lives around me, meaning I want to see my friends and family see me rebuilding myself and let it inspire them to even just maybe pick up one habit a day. Maybe they'll join me for these 5 a.m. runs. I would love that. It could also be a walk. It doesn't have to be a run. 
if you're a walking queen, you walk. I'm lucky that I like running. Um, but yeah, it can totally be a walk. And maybe it will be a walk for me some days. You know what I mean? But a mile in the morning is the goal. Anyway, rather than like, I know the hot piece of advice when people don't share a common goal with you is like, drop them. They're no good. Like, get them out of your life. Okay. That's not always like realistic. You can't always just drop people out of your life, especially if you have legal ties to them, such as a marriage, or if you live with them, or they're one of your closest friends and you're just constantly connected to them. You can't always just drop people. Okay. So rather than dropping people that aren't with you currently on the journey, rather offer inspiration, guidance, and motivation so that they want to join when they're ready. And look, if that time never comes, that's okay too, because they're on their own journey, but you're on your own rebuild era. There are so many people in my life that I love and care about that I have absolutely zero intentions of ever leaving or dropping behind just simply because we're different. But in those same people, I see so much potential in them and I think the absolute world of them. And I would love for them to see and think the world of themselves. I really want them to think and see themselves in the way that I think and see them. So this rebuilding era will be a step for them to acknowledge almost like their worth and kind of step into their power and step into their potential. Um, Some other staples that I really want to do during this rebuild era, in addition to the 5am run club, is I really want to limit my content consumed, meaning way, 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 way less social media. I just do not like how I feel when I'm on social media and I definitely want to limit the consumption of it. I really just notice a huge difference in my mental on the days that I scroll and scroll and scroll and watch housewives all day versus the days that I wake up early and do something for myself and then work and then go sit outside in the sun for a little bit. I just, I'm so much happier. I tend to revert to social media moments like when I get awkward. And for example, like my family, like sometimes we eat dinner at the table, but Um, like now that we're at the beach, like my parents are down and I haven't lived with my parents in, you know, years, six years since I graduated high school. Um, so when I live with them during the summers, it's awesome because my mom always like makes dinner and it's just like, it's awesome. It's like nothing beats a home cooked meal from your mom. But when we eat dinner, sometimes at the table, but most of the time it's on the couch because it's just comfortable and I love eating on the couch. But when I eat dinner on the couch, I just scroll, scroll, scroll on my phone rather than talk to my parents. And even worse, I get like annoyed when they interrupt my scrolling. Like for what? For stories that I can just like tap through. I literally don't even look at stories. I just tap, 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 tap. And it's like so sad. Like my dad would be like, how's your day? I'm like, good, like blah, blah. And you know, it makes me sad. But like, I can't believe I get like that. And I love Housewives, but I've like literally read five pages of Ed Milet's book and I've already made an entire podcast episode about it. Now, look, if you guys ask me, I would totally make an entire episode podcast show about housewives and recapping it and just like my thoughts and opinions. However, my free time could be so much more wisely used if I limit the trashy content I consume, trashy content, meaning like housewives, even though I love the housewives. Um, I just really, 
like who I am more when I limit the use of content. And in this rebuild era, I would definitely want to focus on that. The people that I really admire and look up to do this, so why shouldn't I? Like Melissa Woodhealth and Lauren Bostick are a really great example of limiting content and limiting like just mindless scrolling. Another role that I really want to step into in this rebuilding era is the role of a leader. And what I mean by that, anyone can be a leader. And I truly believe that everyone is a leader because in order to have a life that you love and that you're happy in, whatever that means, you have to be the leader of your own life. A life that you're happy with doesn't just get handed to you. Contrary to maybe what some people think, it doesn't just get handed to you. You have to really be the leader in your own life. And I want to step into the role of being a leader, a leader in my own life, a leader in my businesses, a leader in my future, a leader in where I want to go later in life, a leader in my destiny, a leader in my pursuit of happiness and success, a leader in a relationship, a leader with my friends and family a leader of my life. I just want to be a leader and really step into that role. But to kind of bring it back full circle, the 5 a.m. morning run club is a reminder every single day that I'm working towards a new and best version of myself that I've yet to meet, my rebuild era. And how wonderful is that? The 5 a.m. 5 a.m. run club is a representation of leaving behind a limiting mindset, a mindset in which I told myself a false narrative and I believed it, a story in which I was just kind of sitting back and watching it rather than directing it and playing part in it and changing things and editing out what I didn't like. The 5 a.m. run club is the lead domino of this entire era and it's a reminder every single day. So tomorrow is my very first 5 a.m. run and I am so excited about it. I feel like it's the first day of myself and I'm so excited to meet this new version of me and I feel like I'm introducing myself to me and I'm so excited about it and I would love for you guys to be on this journey with me. It's always fun doing it with friends and you guys can use the, let's do a hashtag, hashtag, 5 a.m. run club and I would love to do it every single day for 90 days and if hey if we like it for 90 days we'll keep on going one to two miles every day run or walk the idea is to wake up at 5 a.m. I want to wake up at the sunrise I just love seeing the sunrise every day it's like euphoric and for me it works because it's before stride sea aisle opens and I like to go there in the mornings um and I'll just wake up with like a fresh mind and it's like just me and it'll be great. So yeah, I'd love it if you guys were on this like little journey with me, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for bearing with me. I know I was like on a ton of tangents and in like the middle there, I kind of lost my wording, but it was because what I wrote down was so harsh and I was trying to like soften it up. I literally was like, I lost everything. Blah, blah. Like, okay, Dory, like calm down, calm down. No, I was like, I guess heated up on Monday night, but now I'm like very calm, very zen. I don't feel like that at all. Um, but I, I do definitely feel like I'm just so excited to bring back who I know I am at my core rather than just like sit back and let life do its thing. You know, it's a very exciting time and I'm excited to share it with you guys. So 
that is all that I have for you today. I would love it if you guys did this with me, the 5 a.m. run club. Put on Instagram, TikTok. Can someone make a TikTok for me about it? Because you guys know I haven't really posted on TikTok. Well, I deleted TikTok, but anyway, besides the point. Guys, have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy Monday. If tomorrow's your first run or walk, girl, do it today. Seize the freaking day. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week and have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Happy Manifesting. These days, you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes, or your self-proclaimed alpha males, who are writing two-page articles titled, How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now.